This is the other Dr. Schubert, uh, bringing you a brief introduction to Eastern Orthodox theology, uh, just as it's relevant to the brothers Karamazov. This is in no way representative of Eastern Orthodoxy as a whole, or even the major highlights of Orthodox theology uh, within the, the Byzantine church, but to bring out a couple of the major themes that might be helpful in better understanding the brothers K. Uh, the first of these two that I want to uh, bring up is the role of suffering in Orthodox theology. Orthodox theology has a, a very strong emphasis on Christology as the foundation of all of its theological system, and even its anthropology flows out of its Christology. Uh, John Mandorf in his Byzantine theology uh, work is, is very uh, clear and, and brings out a lot of these emphases in the how this works with with Byzantine theology and Christology is is that we don't become fully human unless we are participating in the divine. This gets into a number of more complicated elements with the, the divine energies versus the divine essence and polemism and, and all of that, which is not really necessary for, for here, but the emphasis I want to bring out is the, the importance for the human participating in the divine in order to become deified, become like God, to, to be united with God. Deification, obviously, being a very big emphasis in Eastern Orthodoxy in this same vein. As the human being is, is participating in the divine energies and, and therefore becoming united to God, this happens through the imitation of Christ, of course. And so here we see lots of parallels with Roman Catholic and, and Protestant language of imitating Christ and becoming conformed to the image of Christ. But this participation in the divine here on earth is going to look like us uh, acting on and emulating Christ in suffering. And so the, the view of suffering then is, is a much greater emphasis on our taking on the suffering of others, not because we have sinned, not because we are at fault, but because we are participating in the work of Christ, just as Christ suffered not because of his own sin, but on behalf of others for the sake of others and took their sins upon himself. So similarly, as, as we participate in the divine energies, as we emulate Christ and become more like him, we will take on the suffering of others. And this is part of what it means to be a Christian, to be a Christ follower, to, to become one with God is, is to take on that suffering as God took on that suffering. And I, I think you can see this, this theme of the importance of suffering and, and some of the, the ideas of taking on the suffering of others, not because of our own faults, in Brothers K., makes more sense within this orthodox understanding of, of the participation in the divine and taking on the suffering of others, just as Christ took on the suffering of others in order to, to be a redemptive force in the world. The second point I want to bring up is the doctrine of original sin and original guilt in 
orthodoxy as compared to Roman Catholicism and, and most Protestant denominations. Most Eastern Orthodox theologians are going to reject both the, the more Protestant view of the corruption of human nature through original sin, but they're also not going to see uh, original justification the, the way Roman Catholics will. Original sin for Eastern Orthodox is Adam's sin bringing mortality and death into the created world through that sin, but that the guilt of that sin, original guilt, as, as the Eastern Orthodox will call it, is not part of that. That does not pass down in any way to future generations. This, the fact that death and mortality is now part of the world does pass down and therefore means inevitably all humans will sin because of those uh, the dangers, the troubles that mortality and death bring, but no part of the guilt is passed down according to the Eastern Orthodox. I will uh, quote here from Mandorf again, uh, saying the, this, the uh, sentence from Romans 5.12, which is, is so commonly brought up um, to talk about original guilt and original sin, the sentence then may have a meaning which seems improbable to a reader trained in Augustine, but which is indeed the meaning which most Greek fathers accepted. As sin came into the world through one man and death through sin, so death spread to all men. And because of death, all men have sinned. Morality, mortality, or corruption, or simply death understood in a personalized sense, has indeed been viewed since Christian antiquity as a cosmic disease which holds humanity under its sway, both spiritually and physically, and is controlled by the one who is the murderer from the beginning. It is this death which makes sin inevitable, and in this sense corrupts nature. So the Eastern Orthodox view of, of the significance of death and, and the role of original sin in bringing death into the world highlights that uh, as opposed to viewing it as guilt. The effect, therefore, of, of this understanding of original sin and original guilt shifts the focus a little bit uh, for example, unbaptized infants who die are in no are not sinners. They, they have not sinned. They did not volitionally choose any sin, and so they, according to Orth Eastern Orthodox theology, do not go to hell. They they do not have do not suffer purgatory. They they don't suffer any punishment because they inherited no guilt from Adam. They inherited the mortality and the death that. Adam's sin brought into the world, but, but they have no guilt and they have no sin that way. If they had lived to sin, that, that is different. Uh, this, of course, highlights, I think, for Dostoevsky, the horror of children and infants suffering either death or pain, agony, uh, torture, any of the 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 things the Grand Inquisitor brings up, the, all of the, the pain, the suffering, the horror of how can God make up for this is, is really highlighted, I think, in Eastern Orthodox theology because they, they don't emphasize original guilt the way Calvin, Luther, 
uh, some Roman Catholics will, they, they emphasize much more just the presence of death. And so the suffering of the innocent, which is, is a struggle for all Christians to explain why do, do the innocent suffer, is, is even more highlighted in Eastern Orthodox theology because of the uh, greater elevation of the innocence of children in birth, not having any original guilt, but only suffering from original sin in the presence of mortality and death. Hopefully those two theological points helps just highlight some of the the points Dostoevsky is making and, and sort of bring those to the surface and, and see some of the important points that he's, he's making in The Brothers Karamazov.